the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello everybody, this is indeed Hi Kids. It's also for kids and for kids. My name is Jacob Gordon, I am 12 years old and I will be your host for today. Coming up on Hi Kids, I have a very interesting guest joining me in studio. She is one of the co-owners at the gardening shop called the Cherry Tomato Gardening Club. Her name is Nicola Brown and I will be speaking to her shortly. Also on the show, I will have the general knowledge question to challenge your brain. And there is the birthday club and of course the Hi Kids riddle to challenge your thinking. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest, if you just want to say hi or if you want to answer any questions that we have asked. SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can also send me a WhatsApp on 0621482374 and please sign your name so that we can give you a shout out. Get ready for an interesting quote on Hi Kids today. Stay tuned, we are going to be talking to Nicola Brown from the gardening shop. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was. Zero to Hero from Hercules, my favorite movie. Well, one of. This is the Car Kids, Four Kids, and Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon, and I'm 12 years old. Coming up on Car Kids today, I've got the Car Kids riddle, and you could win a prize from Kid & Co. if you are the first one to get the correct answer. Remember that you have to give others a chance to win, so if you have won on FM in the last 90 days, you can still enter, but you will not be able to win a prize. Get ready for the riddle. Also, I have Nicola Brown with me. She is from the gardening shop, so send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp 0621482374. That's right after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was You Will Be In My Heart from Tarzan. This is the Ha Kids, Four Kids and Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I am 12 years old. Are you ready for the riddle? Here it is. I visit you every night, even if you don't call me, but I'm lost every day. What am I? If you know the answer, SMS your answer and your name to 34519. You could win a prize from Kid and Co. And I will give you a shout out if you get it first. I will be wrapping up the riddle in three minutes. So send your answers in now. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was Hakuna Matata from The Lion King. This is the Ha Kids, Four Kids and Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. I have Nicola Brown in studio. She is from the gardening shop and I have questions for her. But before I speak to her, let's wrap up the riddle. So a few answers are coming, guys, and unfortunately none of them were right. But I would like to say a thank you to Aneka for sending in your answers. Um, though none of them were right, the answer is stars and moon. Okay? Um, the, thank you for participating. After the song, I will be asking Nicola Brown some questions and... Someone is having a special birthday on Friday, tomorrow, so find out who it is after this song. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was The Time of Your Life from A Bug's Life. This is the Hi Kids, Four Kids and Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. My guest is Nicola Brown and she works at the gardening shop. Are you ready for some questions, Nicola? I am, yes. Okay, that's good. So let's start with the questions, okay? So my first question for you is, what main things do you need when it comes to gardening? Sure, well, not much. You need the wonderful earth outside or some good soil. You need access to a little bit of water 
and your seeds and your plants and some sunlight. And then also, I suppose, an enthusiasm and keenness to get outside and get your hands dirty. Uh, I love getting my hands dirty. <laughs> okay, so what plants grow in different seasons? Well, um, in terms of like what we do at the club and growing um, different fruits and veggies and, and he- healthy eating, you can pretty much plant um, s- certain crops th- throughout the year. So you can always have something growing in your veggie garden. At the moment now, even in the cold, um, you can still plant lettuce and spinach and things like that. Cabbage grows well now and a lot of your herbs. And then in summer, you can plant your cherry tomatoes, you can plant your cucumber, your veggies like your butternut and sweet potato and also things like strawberries and watermelon. And so it gets a bit more exciting when the weather gets warmer. Okay. And then do you need a garden to plant plants or can you do it like inside, like, for example, pot plants or... Absolutely. So pot plants, but also, you know, you don't need need a big outdoor space to be able to grow your herbs and veggies. There are lots and lots of herbs and veggies that like small spaces that will grow in containers on your windowsill, that will grow in pots on your balcony, as long as they have um, a fair amount of sun through the day. So on your windowsill is a good spot on a balcony outside. Um, if you're planting herbs and veggies, then yeah, you can plant a lot of things inside. Okay. And then are there any plants that do need a lot of space? Yeah, so I suppose if you want to grow watermelon, you're going to need a, a big garden space to grow your watermelon. Your butternut, your plants that like to creep. Um, you were saying earlier your wheat and things like that that need height. Um, so those kinds of kinds of plants, you'll need a lot of space. Okay, and then um, my question for you is, um, are there any vegetables or fruits that are like weeds, that like, like to feed off other plants? Yeah, so we've just planted gooseberries purposefully, but we, you find them growing wildly in the streets and they grow like weed bushes and like mad. Um, we don't mind them so much because they're awesome to pick and snack on during our gardening clubs. Uh, tomatoes also grow like a bit of a weed um, and they constantly reseed themselves. So, so the tomatoes that you don't pick will fall to the ground and they'll reseed and new plants will grow. So that can happen throughout the year. Um, yeah, those are the two main ones I can think of at the moment. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay, so you work at the gardening, uh, tomato, cherry tomato gardening club. So yes. when did you become interested in all this gardening and growing fruits and veggies? So, and how? Sure. So I've always been interested in healthy eating, wanting to health eat, eat healthily and, and like eating healthily. Always enjoyed being outside. Um, and my business partner, Pat, also, same thing, grew up with, our, with um, avid moms. Our moms were avid gardeners. Um, I grew up in the Eastern Cape, so we had lots of space there as well, um, um, also in a farming area. So, so that's sort of where we come from. And then also, you know, coming to Joburg and and loving spending time with young children and getting them interested, but also trying to find ways to get them to understand that where your food comes from, it doesn't come from Woolies or Pick and Pay. You know, where does it come from and how does it get to the supermarket and how does it get to your table? Um, so that's what we were really interested in, in exploring more. Okay. And then what gave you the idea of starting this club? So we both love working with children. Um, and Pat has a seven-year-old, a six-year-old daughter. She was five when we started. And she was really the main reason, you know, she would work with Pat in the garden and she was great inspiration for us thinking, well, 
surely this is something that we should be doing more and more of. Um, you'll find that overseas, even in places like London, in the cities, um, also where the temperatures are freezing cold, they have pl- lots of gardening clubs and things like that. And we couldn't find anything similar for children at the age group that we're targeting in, in, in Joburg and in South Africa. So we thought we had started and it started as a hobby and it's become quite popular. Okay, so um, what age group do you focus on? So we start at three years old, which is very young, um, but they love the kids love it. So we we and we go up to up to about. Um, eight years old is kind of the oldest we'll take and um, we are looking now at splitting that because uh, um, there's a lot more you can do with seven, eight, six, seven, eight year olds and then a lot more uh, different things you do with the three and three four year olds yeah. who like to dig in the mud and that kind of thing Okay. And so but yeah that's the age group we currently focus on okay so um, what why do this why do you focus specifically with children do, do you or children of that age group so for us, it's also the, the early start is that early childhood before they start school. Um, and it's what we're really trying to do in that, in that age group is spark an interest um, in, in understanding where your food comes from and understanding that you can actually grow and plant your own things. It's, this is a trend around the world, people wanting to grow their own food. Okay. And why can't children do it too? We were just as ca- ch- children are just as capable, um, are probably far more enthusiastic and curious than most adults. And um, there's lots to learn, so that's why we want to teach. I agree with you completely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would like to know... Um, do you believe, when it comes to gardening, um, do you believe that uh, vegans are still having? Is it? Do you think that people can survive solely on fruit and vegetables? Well, I know they can survive, but do you think it's healthy to do such? I absolutely do. Um, any any protein and and, um, and and I'm not a scientist or a food specialist, so um, don't quote me on everything anything I'm saying here. But but anything that you any proteins and vital vitamins you can get from animals, you can get from fruit and vegetables. And there are plenty of products out there that can substitute it. I know very many people who are vegans and live a very healthy, very fit and active, energetic, productive lifestyle. Okay. Um. So, what do you cover when when you do your lessons? What do you cover? So. Everything and anything. So we start, we, we learn about the types of soil that you get. We learn about what lives in the soil. We did a class the other day on birds and what birds are in our garden and what birds we want to attract and insects you want to attract and what you don't want to attract on bees and butterflies. And then on different fruits. And at the moment in winter is a great time to learn about citrus because there's lots of orange and lemon trees are full. Um, we learn about different vegetables, healthy eating, um, Recycling and upcycling, and we spend a lot of time in our classes making pot plants to take home and things like that. But but not just using the clay pot plants you buy, using milk cartons and tins and and different so things. So you're like very that. much about recycling. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Recycling is really good. I like that. Um, our school promoted lots. So I agree with you there as well. Great. Um, so then, uh, how long does it take for one? A child to become proficient in planting and sowing and all of this stuff. Well, so we offer our classes for children to come once off and as as they will. Um, but we do encourage kids to buy parents to buy the the packages in the longer term because it's it's a process. Gardening's a process. You're going to plant something now, and in four four months' time, you're going to start. Be, you're going to be able to harvest it. And in those four months, there's a huge amount to observe and learn. So so and and that teaches you. I mean, I'm still learning things all the time. I still go to gardening clubs to learn from from other gardeners because you learn things all the time. And why does this bug like your particular you know this particular bug like your tomato? Or why did this grow here and it didn't grow there? So. 
I think I think you'll never know everything. You'll always be learning. Um, but a couple of months with us, you should know how to plant a, a basic a basic veggie garden and be able to grow your own salad bulb. Okay. I'm um, also sorry just to say is we we started doing it in schools as 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 gardening clubs, and I think that's where um, creating these eco clubs at schools is going to really really work because then the kids are actively engaging with it at their preschool or their primary school. I'm um, speaking of doing it at schools. Do schools ever come to you as like a school outing? No, we actually haven't done that yet. We'd be very open to it. But we, we do run extramurals at playgroups um, where we've built a vegetable garden okay. and then we go on a weekly basis to look after it and run classes with the kids. And that's something part of the business that we're looking at growing because that's, that's something that can really, really become a great sort of classroom. Okay, so then uh, what are your main bugs that you want to watch out for when it comes to gardening that you don't want them to ruin your plants? Well... Caterpillars are a very, especially at this time with your spinach and your kale. Our kale at the garden shop, um, we have an area at the back where, where we plant with the kids and that's been totally, um, eaten by birds. So two weeks ago we pl- we planted, we, we made scarecrows and planted them in the garden. Um, so we're hoping that will help. Um, aphids are quite bad, especially at this time of year. Um, yeah, snails or your little, bugs and worms but you know because we're planting vegetable gardens we don't we don't spray chemicals on our plants um our philosophy is either natural or share and share with the bugs <laughs> it's their home too okay so then um uh what advantages do you uh do you think the kids get from learning all of this at your lessons so it's not just about gardening and how to plant and the technical aspects of that. It's also about working in a team. It's, it's, it's about working in a team, but it's not competitive. It's collaborative. So it's learning to work together. Um, and the other, the other great lesson is that is the sense of patience and delayed gratification and watching something that you've really invested in. Um, a tiny seed that you've planted and you've looked after. You've made sure it's gotten water once a week. You've made sure it's gotten the right sunlight. And, and, and it takes patience. And three weeks, you're not going to see anything. And then you'll see that little seedling start coming up. And that kind of lesson of, of delayed gratification and caring for something, um, caring for nature, those lessons are so important and those softer skills that you don't always get in your classroom at school. Um, it's those sort of life lessons that we try to instill. Well, yeah, I agree with you, hey, because like you, you said delayed gratification, that that applies through your whole life. Like even when you're an adult and you invest in a share and that share does nothing, and then, like, ages later, you'll get, like, m- a lot of money because mm, of it. Mm. And so uh, I, I agree with you Absolutely. 100%. Um, so then what is the longest plant that you know of that takes, like, the longest to grow? Oh, that's a tough question. Well, personally, I planted an artichoke plant. You know artichokes. Yeah. I planted an artichoke plant about two years ago. It's now half the size of me and still hasn't produced. So that's been, that's my longest experience with the plant. I'm sure they're longer though, but an artichoke, that's why they're so expensive in the shops because they take forever to grow. And I think they produce one fruit only. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so, so that you've got to be a hell of a patient for. And then what about, um, the shortest? Thing? The shortest, um, a very, very satisfying thing to grow is cherry tomatoes. Very easy. Um, and they produce, produce fruit very quickly. Also lettuce grows very quickly. Lettuce and baby spinach. Um, so if you want some quick wins and, you know, really f- start to feel, feel like 
you getting your money's worth after planting those seeds. Those are those are great ones to plant. Okay, and then do you ever find that there are some plants, right, that you plant that will sometimes like take water or food from other plants? Yes, yeah. So there's something called which we learn about called companion planting. So you certain plants like to be planted next to others and certain plants don't like to be planted next to others and it's because of that they'll take more of the water so I mean weeds are a great example of that weeds take a lot of the water and the nutrients out of the, so- out of the soil um, but they also add a lot of nitrogen back into the soil so they're also a very important part of the of the ecosystem um, so but when you're looking at your fruit and veggies there you can get loads of companion planting charts which will say okay look I'm, I'm planting um, these vegetables today which should I plant together so if you're planting your tomatoes planting them next to basil will always be great um, and one of the reasons for that is basil has quite a strong smell so it it um, deters the different insects that like to, and birds that like to come and eat your tomatoes so it's that kind of thing it's very I mean nature and science is very very clever um, and we can learn a lot from it okay so you said ecosystem now I'm just thinking um, what exactly could you specify what an ecosystem is so an ecosystem is 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 life so and it's how Everything works and functions together. So from the, the worms in the soil that create compost f- by eating the little bugs and the little ugly things in the soil to make the soil grow to the plants growing, um, taking the water from the air, the, the rain and all of that, the sunlight decomposing and starting again. So it's an entire life cycle. You can actually um, – those little terrariums um, that you can actually – by and and you've got a in a, inside a little glass container sealed glass container you've got a little ecosystem there living using the water from the plants the f- things from the from the soil and the air that it's, sounds really cool mm-hmm. um so you know you get those like science experiments like you can keep an ant farm and stuff mm. so would you ever use those to like get like certain insects that you want to attract sure so we have a functioning worm farm at our gardening club, and that's we've only just started it, so we haven't actually got any of the call it the worm juice from it yet. Um, but that's an amazing system where we have a huge number of worms in a container, and we continually once a week feed these worms, and they're living in worm paradise because they're just sitting there getting fed all the time, watered all the time, re, um, um, producing more and more worms, and just churning the soil into beautiful, beautiful compost, and. Not just the compost, it, it then um, drains this amazing liquid that's actually so strong you actually have to dilute it before you feed it to your plants. So that's amazing. The other little system that we have is a little um, aqu- aquaponics, aquaponics it's called, sorry. And it's a little system where we have fish in a, in a little container. And these, these you can have massive big aquaponic farms. I have a little mini system. Um, and in it is a, is a fish with an a, a air pump that pumps the air through the water and then on top of it we have a little few stones no soil anything like that and then plants growing out of that and what happens there is that is the roots and the f- energy and the food and the, the nutrients and the plants fall into the water the fish eats it and then it gets sucked up and goes back and around so it's, it's an entire ecosystem as well in itself and a lot of the farming of the future and I don't know too much about this but a lot of the farming of the future is aquaponics so they'll have massive farms full full with fish that that um, keep the water clean so you don't need to clean your fish tank very often because the fish keep the water clean and the fish are fed through the nutrients from the plant and the plant is fed through the 
through the water. So it's okay. amazing. So um, speaking of plant, uh, do you actually grow anything else besides from fruit and veggies or do you mainly specify on those? We mainly specify on those. We, we grow herbs and then we'll also grow in our gardens with our kids. Then we'll also grow um, different flowers, edible flowers, but flowers that attract bees and butterflies because you want to attract those to your garden um, and those sorts of things. Um, you'll also, you know, in areas you'll grow trees um, for a bit of shade if you need a bit of shade in your garden and that sort of thing. In my garden at home, I've got lots of roses growing and things like that. Okay. Um, Are there any under-aquatic plants that are edible that you know of? That's a very good question, Jason. I don't think I know the answer to that. Um, Well, I mean, seaweed is edible. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, so seaweed is edible. Um, the Japanese and Asian countries eat seaweed all the time. Um, I wouldn't say go diving and grab some seaweed and eat it because I'm sure it's specific types of seaweed. Um, but, yeah, it's actually okay. a, a very good source of protein. Okay, um, so let's get started back to um, your gardening club. Okay. Right, so do you hold group classes? Yes, so we hold group classes um, for up to 10, maybe 12 children um, every Saturday morning between 9 and 11. Okay, and how long do your lessons last? For two hours. Okay. And then, sorry, we sometimes run holiday programs and then the lessons are three hours long. Oh, so you run holiday programs? We do, yes. Oh, so that sounds very interesting. So do you do other things in the holiday programs or mainly the same thing but just every day? Mainly the same thing but every day. And because we've got children coming every day for four or five days, we can really um, do a lot of learning and seeing the progression in those days. We'll also do a lot of um, interesting crafts. So you make paintbrushes out of things from nature. How can we make bird feeders out of things we've got lying around or out of different food items? Um, We use pine cones, um, paint them in peanut butter and dip them in birdseed and the birds love that um, my mom taught me yes, that yes so then I, I lots of yeah, lots of very cool activities so we keep very busy we also spend a lot of time playing our last holiday program we ended up making a, literally a mud bath and the kids had mud fights like almost every day at the end of class <laughs> so it's a lot of fun it's not just about learning and, and gardening okay so then um I don't know if you know this, but like in grade three or four, I think what we do in classes is we have a bean and you put it in cotton wool. So did you ever teach your kids that? We didn't because it's, well, we've done it before, but it's such a good um, uh, school activity. That's when most kids, which is wonderful, come and they know that. So they know the sprouting thing. Um, so, so we've sent kids home with beans. We've sent kids home with similar, similar idea to that is you send someone home with a, a stick of celery or a stick of mint. You pop it in a glass of water and you'll watch it grow. Um, there are a couple of plants that you can actually keep in water on your, on your windowsill and they'll re, regrow and regrow. So you cut off your piece of celery or you cut off your piece of mint and it'll keep regrowing. Um, the other nice thing with little seeds that we've learned on sprouting is you plant little seeds. I'm sure you may have also done this. They call them Mr. Potato Head or whatever. But we, you plant them in a stocking or you plant them in a little pot and it's the wheatgrass and it just grows so quickly. So within a matter of two days, you'll suddenly start having a little um, layer of grass and it'll just grow and grow and grow. They often talk of having to give it a haircut. And trim it. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are, what are your rates? So we charge 
250 rand for single classes. Um, but that is quite expensive. We, we just try, we try to encourage people to buy packages. So once you start buying five classes at a time, 10 classes or 20 classes, it goes down to 200 rand, 180 rand, 160 rand a class. Um, so that's our, our model where we're trying to go. We're also trying to start introducing weekday classes. Then obviously we have a different pricing structure for, um, for our schools where, where, where parents play paper t- per term. Okay, and then uh, where are you situated? We have a class at the Bryanston Garden Shop um, every Saturday and then also at the Rear Foundation Vegetable Gardens. That's in Craycall Park next to Delta Cafe. Okay, now I know you said that um, you, what you call it, you do from three ages three to eight, but mm. you think I could come? Definitely, you'll be our special guest. Okay, Definitely. thank you. <laughs> um, are you on social media? Yes, we are. Cherry Tomatoes Gardening Club on Facebook and on Instagram. Cool. Um, so do you involve yourself in outreach programs? So, um, people who are disabled or less fortunate than us? Um, so at Cherry Tomatoes, officially, we haven't as officially as an organization. Um, Pat and I do a lot of that though, indiv- independently. And as soon as the company, which is even now, we would start looking at bringing in groups of disadvantaged children or even to an extent where we could going out to disadvantaged areas to run the club. That's definitely something we'd be very keen to look okay, at. Okay. So moving on from the disadvantaged, do you think like, uh, people who are less fortunate, they don't have as much money. Would you charge less for them or do you special phases if necessary? Uh, if necessary, yeah. But I think what we would rather do is set up a, a, a foundation in the near future where we could run classes for free as an educational program for disadvantaged schools. Uh-huh. So, so, I mean, there's some amazing um, NGOs that actually work in, in school vegetable gardens because it's such a huge part of, of, of school, I mean, you, you know, you can't learn if you're hungry, and a lot of kids go to school every day without eating breakfast. But if you've got a, a vegetable garden at school that can be supplementing what the school gives you, and then you're actually getting proper nutrients. So it's a very, very important thing, and there's a lot of good organisations that are doing work in that. So we're definitely get involved. So speaking of which, I think maybe you might just be just the person to like maybe start an organisation where you get schools to actually grow their vegetable gardens. You teach the principal or whatever how to, absolutely, and then they can feed their children. That would be absolutely. Well, Jason, there's a lot of good work going on there. There's an organization called Green, uh, not Green Beings. They've changed their name. Afrigo, a couple of organizations that do just that. They go out to areas, they, they provide, and they, what they do, which is amazing, is they, they teach children or teach the schools about rotational planting. And, um, so, so you never actually have to buy new seedlings. Your, your plants keep reseeding themselves and you keep the seeds. So you actually, so you can garden forever. Pollination and all Absolutely that. Absolutely that. Okay, um, so can you give out your contact for those that are interested? Sure. So um, anyone can give me a call on 071-883-5584 or email us at cherrytomatoesgc at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, on Facebook and Instagram, they can contact us there. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay. Okay, thank you for coming in um, on Car Kids and, tell, and telling us about your gardening. Sure. Uh, we had a great time. It's, thank you very much. I appreciate your time and I learned a lot of new things today. Thank, thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This song was... 
Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast, which I've just seen the new one, guys. It's really quite good, this one. This is the Ha Kids, for Kids, and Va Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon, and I am 12 years old. Let's wish someone a spe- very special birthday tomorrow. The Ha Kids Birthday Club. How to become a member of the Ha Kids Birthday Club. Ask an adult to email your name, date of birth, and address. To kids at highfm.com. It is as easy as that. We'll send you a special gift on your birthday and we'll wish you happy birthday on air. Tomorrow, guys, there is a special birthday. Happy birthday, Ari Schneider, who is turning six years old. Happy birthday once more. Your present is on its way from Car Kids Birthday Club. This is the Car Kids, Four Kids and Bar Kids. I'm Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. There is only one way to build general knowledge and that is by asking questions. So here's your general knowledge question today. What is a group of whales called? If you know the, the answer, then SMS the, the number 34519 or WhatsApp on 0641482374. Let's wrap up the general knowledge question right after this song. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is the Hi Kids for Cards and Bar Kids. I'm Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. The general knowledge question was, what is a group of whales called? The answer is a pod. Well done to anyone who got the answer right. You guys, this has been the best day. Thanks for joining us on Car Kids. Um, join us on Monday again at 3 p.m. for another Kids Car Kids Girl, only on 101.9 High FM. Thank you to Mandy for being my producer and the best one at that. Thank you to Wabusi for pressing all the rig buttons, big red buttons. Have a good Shabbos, a great Shabbos actually, and goodbye everybody!